Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. And I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we are going to support local businesses and talk about a particular neighborhood, and that will be in the beach. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everyone, hope you're having a great week. Uh, How's your week going, Leslie? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. That's it. March 1st. It's March 1st today. Uh, This will be coming out tomorrow, March 2nd. Um, I mean, at least we've had some good weather. It's been quite mild. Mm -hmm. Not today, but it's uh, out a lot with the dog on the weekend. And uh, I don't remember February wearing just a light kind of sweater jacket and running shoes. And I saw people running in shorts and T-shirts. Yeah, now we did have most of the month in hell. But but let's think about, uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about... um, Highlighting some local businesses. So this is something that we're going to do as a, as a series, maybe every few weeks or something. Yeah, I love the idea. Yeah, we're going to focus today on my neighborhood, which is the beach. But before we do that, I thought um, we'll just give a really brief update of what's happening with the real estate market. We've got um, March 9th pending, which is going to be the potential ending or changing or something of hopefully of whatever lockdown we are in right now. We are kind of waiting to see what the announcement is going to be. So uh, that will inevitably affect the real estate market, no matter what direction they go. If we move into less restrictions, um, I think that will be very positive. For, I mean, not, not that it could be any hotter than it is, That's but I, I, think, wondering. I think it'll be very positive for people just feeling like, okay, maybe now is the time to mm-hmm. sell. Now, is there any decision they could come to starting next week? That would be a negative for the real estate industry. I don't think so, no, but I do I. feel like there are a lot of people who are still waiting for something to happen. And I think that in the last week or so, especially with the weather changing and this sort of pending, you know, potential reprieve from lockdown or semi-lockdown, whatever, I think that um, I, I've been just feeling a bit of a buzz and mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping that that will translate into, you know, even more uh, listings getting on the market. Because really our issue with prices right now, as it has been for many, many years, but uh, is that we don't have enough inventory. And so mm-hmm. people may be more inspired to list. And mm-hmm. that usually brings out the buyers too. But um, mm-hmm. we'll just have to see how it goes. But I feel like it's going to be nothing but positive anyway. Yeah, I agree. That's why I asked. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So we just have to see what happens, I guess, and wait and see. Um but yeah, I, the craziness continues out there, everybody. The the market is hot, hot, hot. We've got, um, you know, as I mentioned, not as much inventory as we would like, and the prices are just going ballistic. Again, mainly in the 905, not so much in the 416, which is interesting. But uh, definitely from my perspective, I can feel it building in the 416, too, mm-hmm. in some areas that it hasn't been as much. Mm-hmm. And uh, condo market's looking good. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, some of what you're feeling is a typical annual experience as, you know, it starts to warm up a little bit. People start to get excited Mm -hmm. and think that it's a better time to sell. We can talk about that, whether it is or not, in another conversation. Um, And also starting to get some confidence about 
you know, COVID protocol changes coming. So yeah. I think you're right for the, both those reasons, both typical seasonal reasons and COVID reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's hope. So <laughs> I'm done with it. Um, anyway, so I thought uh, it might be just kind of nice to try to support some of our local businesses. Um, they do. I have not reached out to anyone in advance of doing this podcast. I have had no conversations with these local businesses. No, it's just your personal it's experience. Just, it's just my personal experience, mm-hmm. and I just thought it would be nice. There's been a number of businesses that I use regularly that are gone. Mm-hmm. And it's happening to me more and more all the time. You know, my cleaning service, for example, who does all my listings, my house, they just went out of business this weekend. Oh. So, you know, there's so much of this happening all the time. I thought, well, maybe this will give people a little bit of a boost. Mm-hmm. I don't know, wh- whoever listens to this, mm. maybe even if it's just a couple hundred people at a time, at least it, maybe we can get something mm-hmm. going. And uh, I thought we'd just start with the beach. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know our neighborhood, um, it is, uh, you know, in the southeast part of the city and it's along the water and it really is a small community and it's a very tight knit community and very touristy in the summer and very quiet in the winter. That's kind of how I would describe it. Um, pros and cons like every other neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But we are heavy, heavy, heavy on retail and restaurants and nail shops. Yeah. And there's so much going on there. And so that's a neighborhood where we've been seeing a decline in commercial, uh, you know, retail for a long time. And mainly because the rent is just so high there. And it seems like these landlords would rather keep their places vacant than rent them out. And so it's, it's been a sad state of affairs for a while, but especially during COVID, you know, a lot of the places that were there for a really long time have closed. So there's always been a high turnover there, mm-hmm. but are you saying that now there's not the turnover, people aren't coming in? That's right. So you're mm-hmm. seeing some storefronts just closed up. Many, many That's closed so up. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is sad. And I think um, it, a lot of it, again, I think is is maybe some of the landlords not, yeah. not adapting to yeah. the prices for sure. And for some, like I said, for some reason, these people let their places sit empty for mm-hmm. forever instead mm-hmm. of renting them out. And I never understand that. So, Well, it's a great community. It's a great place to raise a family. The amenities and services for young families are, have always been so strong. Mm-hmm. And that stretch of Queen Street, I mean, there's a couple of stretches where, and Kingston Road even, where there's some great, unique, mm-hmm. kind of niche little businesses and restaurants that yeah. um, make the neighborhood, you know, have so much character. That's right. So what what are you thinking now? So I, just a couple of things I thought maybe we could start with restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many, and this is not to say that some are bad, some are good. Um, there are some that are bad and some that lots that are good, but uh, I can't name them all. But uh, I did. I did think I would highlight maybe a couple places. Yeah, that, 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 you, that yeah. you know and love. Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, the first one I wanted to mention is the Gull and Firkin, uh, which is. Um, you know, Firkin restaurants are everywhere, but the owner of this particular restaurant has always been so lovely mm-hmm. and great to deal with and very, very appreciative of takeout. So anytime I order takeout from there, she's been, you know, super enthusiastic about that. So uh, that's on Queen Street. I would highly recommend the Gull and Firkin mm. um, for those people that are familiar with Firkin restaurants. And, and you know, some things 
takeout better than others, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I found everything, in, you know, they haven't skimped. That's the other thing. A lot of these restaurants, I don't know if you found this, but these restaurants, they, they've they gone from full-size portions to these tiny little tiny right. little portions. So they've had to pivot to takeout only, and it's not always no. the same. It's yeah. disappointing. Well, it's good happens. to hear that. Yeah, that, that they have pivoted well, very well. Um, there's another uh, new restaurant on Queen Street, and it's called. Don't, I don't you admire the people opening new? I do. Oh well, my gosh, no. Yes, I don't. This is. Oh, it's new pre-COVID. No, it was during COVID, but it was probably right at the beginning. I think. Um, it's called. I don't know how you pronounce it. If it's like from a French word, but it's called Limon, L I M O N. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so everyone is raving about this place. I've oh. taken out from them a couple times. They've been really great. So it's French food? No, okay. it's like Middle Eastern. So I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it a French name. I don't know. Anyway, the food's good. L-I-M-O-N. Sounds like lemon? This, Yeah, with an I. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they are uh, great service, huge portions, right? And what kind of food? It's like Middle Eastern. Okay. Yeah. And they've got a great menu and we, you know, we had hummus and different things and it was, it was really good and um, nice salads and that's one worth definitely checking out. Okay. Um, one of my favorite, I'll just mention two more, uh, my favorite um, Mexican restaurants is called Zola and that is in, on Queen Street as well and it is a tiny little Mexican place. The food is phenomenal. I don't know it. Fabulous. Oh, Queen and what? Queen and like beach. Mm-hmm. It's X-O-L-A. Oh. And they, and it's tiny. You know, you only fit at the best of times, you probably get 10 people in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But their food is so good. And so I worry about them. I hope they're doing okay. You know, Mexican food doesn't, I don't think, take out very well. Mm-hmm. And so um, I hope they're doing okay. But just a shout out to them because their food's amazing. And then, um, one, and, and again, millions of them. But another place that we frequent on, on the regular, probably weekly or so, is called Kiyuka, and it's a ramen place in the beach as well. And I don't know that. Yeah. So that's a chain? It, no, I oh. think they're, it's the only one, but uh, if you're a ramen person, you must check it out. Mm. The food is just fabulous, mm-hmm. and their takeout is great. This, this conversation is killing me. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're starving? <laughs> <laughs> so the takeout's really good because, you know, you get... Some places, especially if you're trying to take out soup or something, they, they screw it up. But they actually give you a bowl <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's that's great. Mm, good. Yeah. yeah. So that, that was kind of my little restaurant wrap uh, mm-hmm. wrap up. Um, well, how do you feel about the whole, you know, I have teenagers in my house who have opinions about everything. The whole Uber, the delivery mechanism now is these these organizations are shifting to takeout. Yeah. So my teenagers won't do takeout unless we go and get it. Yeah, I feel the same way, but not because I have any issue with Uber, just because I don't, by the time it gets to my house, it's cold if yeah. I do it that way. Yeah. So I would rather pick it up just for better quality of food, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel. So that's what but you do, just sit down Queen Street. And yeah, because yeah. like, it's around the corner for yeah. sure. Okay, good. good. Um, okay, a uh, couple things where I thought we'd talk about, you know, one of the things about the beach that is the Probably the biggest draw for people are dogs. It is such no kidding. a pet-friendly neighborhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if you live, if you live in the beach, you have pets. Yeah, for sure, and dogs especially. Um, so, a couple great experiences I have. There, there's lots of great pet stores out there, um, but I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to a place called Tailblazers, which is on Kingston great Road. Name. I know 
they have raw food, and um, I got some there for my cat. And the I don't know if he's the owner or the manager there, but was so friendly, so helpful, gave me a free sample to take home. You know, I was able to see whether he liked it, and then I've been shopping there ever since. It's been fabulous. Um, lots of other great places. There's a place called the Dog Market, which everyone really likes, and it's it's wonderful, great service. They have stuff for cats as well. And uh, also thought I would say a little shout out to my vets, the Boardwalk Animal Hospital, who we have lots of great vets in the beach, but Dr. Young at the Boardwalk Animal Hospital is the best. I don't even know how else to say it. He is the best. He loves animals um, and they're all great in there, but he is just, you know, you well, just feel great. you yeah. feel like you when you when you bring your pet there, you have no concerns, and you know he's going to love love your pet like you do. Well, that's a rave of you because that's that's how, it's a member of your family, and that's how you want to feel. Absolutely, so that's so great that you have that. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, and I'm sure they're not the cheapest Boardwalk Animal Hospital, but <laughs> I will only go there because and really because of Doctor Young. Yeah, yeah, he's just he's just fabulous, and I've had you know. Does Doctor Young own the? He does with yeah. his wife. And um, mm-hmm. and they've been there forever too, like mm-hmm. long time. And um, yeah, I've had a couple of you know sickly cats. I've got one now who's who's quite sickly, and, and because of him, I was able to diagnose what was going on. And it's a, it, a, just a great experience all around. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised, as you say. That's Dog Central down there. It is mm-hmm. Dog Central. Yeah, it's fabulous. Um, couple uh, fast food. I thought I would just give a couple shout-outs here, too, because two places I wanted to highlight, yeah. first of all. The Pizzaville on Queen Street, which has been there for 100 <laughs> years. The owner is the nicest man mm-hmm. I have ever met. He, has, he remembers me from, like, 20 years ago. He always – the delivery people always know who you are. It's customer service. Right, so it's not just the food, which they, they make great pizza, but the customer service is fabulous. Mm-hmm. That to me is what makes a community mm-hmm. establishment, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's a restaurant or fast food or retail or whatever, in a small community, it's the customer service. Mm-hmm. And the people in the beach that don't get that don't last. Oh, interesting. And most people don't last, by the way. Like the, I don't know what the turnover rate for businesses there, but for restaurants, you must have a five percent chance of survival. Mm-hmm. So those that do get that for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this fabulous um, uh, burrito place up on Kingston Road at Victoria Park called Big Boys Burritos. Oh, yeah. Not only do they make the best burritos in the in the neighborhood, as far as I'm concerned, but again, the customer service is fantastic. They, you know, they're always go above and beyond. They're very friendly. They're fast. You know, it's just... There's another couple of places in the neighborhood, which I will not name personally, but, you know, it's a very, you go in there, you feel like you're getting yelled at, but these these places are big boys. They're so good, you know, so nice. chain, isn't it? I don't know. I think there's some big boys around. I don't know. They also sell, you know, random things like poutine and, you know. Oh, that's so funny. Chicken wings. So I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good that they've caught your heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, shout out to them too. Um... You know, we've got lots of lots of clothing stores, and they've all a lot of them have closed up too. We had a an M store, Mendocino M, and it closed. Oh, did it? That was sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a sad day for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. As I did shop there a lot. Yeah, it was great. Well, it, it's a neighborhood where there really aren't any kind of big box, you know, more generic. That's right. Um, retail stores. So these. 
like independent, largely independently owned, smaller boutique kind of places yeah. have been more grossly affected. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the community is defines its character by the presence of these places. That's right. So it, it, and we're a fickle bunch yeah, there. You yeah. know, we are very specific about what we like and don't like. Uh, for example, there is a great coffee shop that is called Bud's Coffee. And I I never, full disclosure, I never go there mm-hmm. because I go to Starbucks. I'm sorry, everybody. Mm-hmm. But this place is every morning is lined up. It doesn't matter what time you go, you know, so there's got to be something to it. And every time, every morning, I think, yeah, I should go there. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, that says something too, mm-hmm. right? Because like I said, we are a fickle bunch. We will tend to, mm-hmm. you know, go to the places that we know, you know, the over and over again that we know we're going to, uh, mm-hmm. and local people really, really support the local communities there. So uh, Bud's Coffee, shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to shout out to Starbucks because mm-hmm. <laughs> for those that hate it, hate it. For those that love it, love it. Uh, but we are coffee shops, nail shops, and there's a million and one coffee shops, nail shops, and um, and uh, restaurants really yeah. is what we're all about. Um couple of great nail shops too there's a star nails on uh queen street five star nails i think it's called that's that's my place and i and i shout out to them too because they mm-hmm. do again great service always always consistent no problem you know mm-hmm. so good to hear yeah so um we would love all by the way as this series continues as we'll try to do these every once in a while is send us in some of your recommendations like some of the places that you like Mm -hmm. and that you think would be uh worthy of giving out some attention to Mm -hmm. definitely because i really you know i realized this weekend with my cleaning place leaving and it was just sort of you know there's another one (laughs) it's like i'm losing all of my stuff you know um, yeah, mm-hmm. your network and you rely on, especially from a real estate perspective, I've always relied on these people to, mm-hmm. you know, just, mm-hmm. I just text them where they need to go and mm-hmm. uh, can you go here at this time? And yep, yeah, no problem. Always, you know, it's hard to, I think, get good mm-hmm. people that you can rely on in our business, mm-hmm. right? Our mortgage lenders, our cleaners, our stagers, like all of that kind of stuff. It's really important to have a network of people that you know won't let you down. And it built takes years to build that. Yeah. And then when they leave, it's it's hard. Yeah. yeah no, I get that. I get yeah. that. And then also in the community in li- which you live and work, the services that like you've talked about today. Um, yeah, I think think you might not realize until some of them are gone how much they that's right. meant to your love of the area. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the ones that are there that we that you that we really think highly of, let's tout it. Yeah. Or let's let's make sure they don't. Yeah disappear that's right and uh again i if anyone else from the neighborhood is listening that i haven't mentioned your particular place you know obviously there's so many of them no you've just highlighted a few just a few that have come to my mind yeah Mm -hmm. literally in 10 minutes Mm -hmm. that we've been prepping for this particular Mm -hmm. conversation (laughs) these are the things that have come to my mind um that means something so, all right. Anything else to add on? This will be a bit of a short one because we will... Um, no, I'm uh, ready to go and hit that Mexican place. Yeah. Oh, you... Yeah, trust me. <laughs> I'll eat in the car. <laughs> best guacamole. Oh. oh, yeah. It is... It is... It is... It is fabulous. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And very... What I love most about it is that it's authentic and family-run, right? Mm. It's like the, you know, the mom and dad and the, I think a kid, you know, that are there. And it's tiny and... I'm not saying they have best service in the world. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's 
sort of sometimes awful. <laughs> but the food is so good. And it's not that they're it's awful service because they're they're nasty or anything. It's just slow, right? So maybe COVID hasn't hit someone like that as hard because they didn't never had the capacity to have a big in seating capacity. Could be. Maybe there's hope more hope for someone like that. I hope so. In the summer in the summertime, yes. um, you know, they had a relatively extended patio going. Right. Which, because they have no patio. So, you know, those places I think are yeah. really, really yeah. good for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we, it's, it's important. You know, we all know this. And we're all talking about shopping local and trying to do all of those things. And it's hard though, right? It's mm-hmm. hard sometimes to, um, you know, I don't know. And I'm, I'm tired of takeout. Like I just, I know. I just there's, don't. There's takeout fatigue. That's true. Yeah. And then you get the, you know, I don't know if I can justify um, getting takeout as much as I was because we're home. Right. Why can't I be providing food for my own family? Myself? Right. Right. But uh, I think you do have to support local and you do have to maintain some semblance of normalcy, I think, right yeah. now. And think of all the... Uh, all the times just in regular life driving around chauffeuring kids around that we ate out oh my god and uh i know i think of how much money i've saved mm-hmm. this year yeah from not eating out yeah you know because takeout we do it but i wouldn't say like i'm cooking definitely more than i was yeah us too we do take out maybe once every two weeks oh, okay yeah we're probably once once at least once a week probably yeah. twice no we're not that much Kate and I my son and I have our ramen obsession mm. so it's ramen once a week for sure mm. and whatever else fits mm-hmm. in the it's <laughs> in the middle uh, okay good well hopefully that's been helpful and uh, like I said any other suggestions comments anyone would like to add please do we would really appreciate it if you would just hit that subscribe button right now make sure that you are subscribed to our weekly podcast so that you're getting all of our exciting content on a regular (laughs) basis and uh, feel free to reach out with any questions or uh, suggestions or anything you want we're always here to help yeah really hope to hear from people okay Mm -hmm. well have a great day everyone and happy real estate happy real estate We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from REMAX Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.